When last we left our group of adventurers, you all had been making your way all the way from the southernmost part of the continent, all the way down to the ruins of Ayun. Uh, you know that there is some glass that needs to be recovered to help fix the mind of Ayun. That is a long-term thing that Alcas is going to be keeping an eye out for, and Vaden too, because you have been trying to ask questions when you can. You spent some time in Dagarkin's Institute of Disguise, where you murdered a professor, uh, got some... Uh, a piece of a blink tree that was later planted. You guys continued farther north, right before reaching Rary's uh, Bulwark Academy. You hit a crossroads where you saw a flower that was being watched by the Abbots of Foresight, a god hunting group. You messed with the flower just a little bit, got a little bit of information, then continued on northwards. You fought an owl bear or a fire owl bear, uh, and that got complicated. And then you continued farther north where you battled and killed. Seemingly one of Yasmorn's siblings, somebody named y Zaznorm, or a uh, also known as the Voiceless One. He was a sorcerer or something. Had his tongue cut out uh, by the Fairwind Septus Court, and then uh, you guys took out his little rebel group uh, just outside of Fort Rannoch, uh, and then continued northwards. Um, you took a small detour uh, right before Moradar uh, in the at Fort Grumtown. You guys went to this forgotten city, talked to a shrub, made fun of Kuzma for talking to a shrub in a tree, uh, got annoyed with me for making a bunch of NSYNC references uh, from the Treant uh, Timberlake. Uh, then you guys cut back to Moradar at Fort Bone Shard and then cut north through the Sands of Marrow where you discovered that there was a tree out in the Sands of Marrow on your second day journey through the sands. Uh, you guys went to check it out, and it turned out that a Tebiak egg had finally hatched. Somebody hadn't got to it in time. And you discovered that Ebony and you, two of the Warforged uh, siblings of Alcast, were there. You guys helped them, defended them, and helped slay uh, all of the Tebiak in that region, and also discovered that when you attack this brain thingy it seemed to hurt all of the constituents around it the hunters and the the defenders uh you continue traveling northwards uh, uh got to the fort and then broke off from you and ebony who just continued straight up to the monkin monastery where they said several of the siblings were meeting uh and you guys decided to make a quick pit stop at the omni monde to Derry. Uh, you guys not being allowed access in because the last Warforged to be spotted and break out of here was Ma'ad, who slaughtered like 40 to 60 people on his way out. He was recently spotted in the area, so they've kind of shut down the city until they uh, know that that threat is no longer there. So you guys took a small detour to the Immortal Lotus, the Orange Melora Tree, where when Kuzma like stepped into this inner circle, these vines that were, were protecting the tree from this... Uh, on-looking um, gawkers of people who just wanted to come and look at the tree because it's always in bloom and it's always super pretty. Uh, the vines, uh, the thorny vines literally opened up. You all were able to walk through and it closed behind you and Kuzma's staff awoken. And that is where we're picking up. Kuzma, well, I mean, what's uh, going on? I'm not much for trees, but uh, y'all go ahead. This is a very good place. Look, his staff is glowing. It's, uh, it's like I'm home. I mean, I've, I've seen this tree hundreds of years ago, so... Hey, wait a second. I got something written down for here, man. There's a there's a Howard Norm in here. What? Say what? Howard Norm. What is that, Yosemite? 
Uh, he's a, uh, I, I suspect, uh, a relative, fellow known. Of uh, uh, your relative, you mean? Yes. Yeah. I've you got his name. One too? Uh, uh, you know, I, at first I wanted to kill them all, but now I think I'll, I'll, I'll get a feel for him first. You're going to feel him first? Yeah, yeah, well... So you're saying oh, you're going to meet him without Mendicus? Oh, it sounds like something you're into. Well, Mendicus can come. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe maybe it'll be like the professor, and I'll, and I'll you know, Mendicus can back me up. So Mendicus is coming in this situation also? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Mendicus are coming. We're going to feel him up. Mendicus, <laughs> still no blowjobs, right? No, definitely not. Pavel? <laughs> Is is it? <laughs> is this someone you speak of uh, in inside the walls? Like, will you call me crazy? No, someone, no, no, no. Is someone inside of the city that we, we must go see? As uh, he means. Yeah. Well, look, I got them written down on this list of all my uh, relatives. Right, right. Um, but I don't think we're allowed to go in, Yasmor. Well, but I'm related to, so. I mean, you could try. I don't believe they'll allow us in. I mean, this will be entertaining. Let's go talk to the guards, see what happens. I will just stay with Kuzma on the, uh, tree, by the tree. Oh. Nah, I like it here, too. Wait, we are level 10? Tree is yeah. beautiful. I would, <laughs> yeah. like to, uh, I would like to meditate by this tree. Can I get uh, one of my spells? <laughs> yeah, what do you want? Uh, modify memory? Oh, no. <laughs> this spell is fucking... <laughs> Okay, let me see. Uh... Yeah, I'm on the belligerent. <laughs> let me see if it's like. Uh, let me see if it's obvious. When I, if I. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and bring people to the map that want to go, uh, or anyone can go. Doesn't really matter. Well, how 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 we go in if 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 it's closed? I I need to understand. Is the moose outside saying it's closed? We have a moose. Moose. I'm sorry, I'm very old. There used oh, to be a moose it. one of the first times I came here. You get the reference, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm old. Like Bullwinkle? No, no, no. Elf! <laughs> reset, that's a reset well, you right gotta, there. You gotta explain the <laughs> reference first so I can edit it in the We'll do it live, we'll do it live! Yes, and, yes, and. As you three approach, I'm letting uh, Yasmorn finish right, or reading. It's not as scary as this map looks. It'd be a lot brighter and happier looking. It's pretty pretty ominous place. Looks like the dark portal from WoW almost. I'll say, as you guys are approaching, just to kind of set the scene a little bit, uh, you, see, you see these two guards standing out front. Um, they're two handsome young lads. You know, they're not identical twins like the pictures would portray. Uh, but they're dressed very similarly, dressed very nicely in the like this blue and white. Um, the doorway, the entrance, um, is like a purpley black, and it is a magical darkness. Mendicus, you can see through magical darkness, and you see six crossbowmen just standing there, uh, crossbows uh, loaded, though not aimed, down the uh, roadway. Uh, so from what I can tell, uh, 
unless they have like detect magic going, uh, it's unaware that it's being charmed, and and it it's uh, and obviously it makes a, a a wisdom saving throw. I would uh, avoid doing it to these guys. Uh, they also they keep got guns. Mind, yeah. Also keep in mind there is a verbal and somatic component to this. So it's not like you can subtly cast it. You're not a you're not a sorcerer that has subtle casting where you don't have to do the somatic components of things. Can I cast it and then walk up to a guy and do it, or would I have to be right up at it? Uh, I think you have to be up at within thirty feet of them for one whole minute. Yeah, because so it's a minute casting time. So, uh, and while this charm lasts, you can affect the target's memory of an event. That is that it experienced within the last 24 hours, and it lasts no more than 10 minutes. So it has to be something that it learned in the last 24 hours or did in the last 24 hours. Um, or create a memory of some other event. Yeah, true. I, got, <laughs> I want to try to convince someone that uh, my uh, my buddy how what. How war norm is uh, expecting us. Uh, then yeah. So as you as you guys approach the gate, uh, Mandicus, obviously you see those six crossbowmen. Uh, you warn Yasmorn, just be careful. They got guns. Uh, as you approach, they put their hands out. All right. Um, we're only allowing traders in. Sorry if you traveled all this way. Hopefully we can have this whole mess cleared up in the next uh, week or so. But. Uh, I apologize for any inconvenience. No one is allowed inside. Sir, we are loyal. We are not traitors. <laughs> he, he, he looks at uh, Mendicus. Uh, both of them kind of turn towards Mendicus. I, um, is he a little slow in the heed? No, we're, we're loyal. We're not we are, Yeah, we are loyal. We are guards of this here caravan. And, and we are very honest. Uh, are you selling anything? Yeah, we have some uh, mithril. Non-dwarven mithril traders. I. Do you mind if we inspect your loot? It's not loot. We came by it honestly. Sorry. I, I, um, do, you, do you mind? If yeah, we... we're not traders. <laughs> do, you, do, do you mind if we uh, inspect your uh, haul? Yeah, sure. Alcas, you want to show him some some of the bars we have? I'll pull out a bar. Yeah, you named your construct. That's, that's nifty. Are they, um... Yeah, he's uh... he has feelings, so. Is, well, Are you with us? us? Yeah, you're not there. Oh wait, shit! I'm not there. Fuck. Sorry, I couldn't resist. He's 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 controlled by Maz. If you uh, our wizard uh, travels as a. Uh... I'm not talking. I'm just. Just doing as he instructed yeah. and showed him. Yeah, he'll take a it wizard pretends. A wizard pretends to be a lizard, as you can see over there. Oh, I, I didn't even see the little kobold standing behind you. Right, well, he's a, he's a wizard disguised as a lizard. Well, do me a favor and cast a spell. Okay, Aurelius. Uh... Show him your wand, Aurelius. Oh, yeah. Um, he is not very good at that thing, so if you want him to use it, you got to roll a d20 to see if anything bad happens. <laughs> Sub-6, he shoots the guard. 
Can I can I roll as him or just roll a d20? Is yeah, it'll, it'll be the same one. Uh, you can roll an uh, intelligence check, and if it's sub seven, then it's a uh, it's gonna hit the guard. And there's a six. Oi! Only because of that hey. minus wait, 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 one. Wait, 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 wait. Is this an ability check? Yeah, it is. I plus five it. Okay, fine. <laughs> Tell me how you would plus five it because you are yeah, using your flash robot. of genius. Yeah, construct. My hand will fall after uh, uh, showing the mithril and slapping the hand subtly, and his wand will go in a different direction at him. It's just showing what is it—the magic missile rather than hitting the guard. Okay, yeah. So, like, basically, like as he pulls out the wand, instead of pointing out the guard, he slap his hand up a little bit so it just shoots up into the sky. Like the idea that the construct was controlled by the wizard, so that the construct, now that the concentration is somewhat slightly over, the construct's hand will just fall. If that makes sense. Yep, yep, I gotcha. Alright. I... So you say you're selling, since you're not traitors, uh, you're selling Mithril. And you got one... I assume you have more than one bar. Um, how much are you looking to uh, pawn off in there? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, a few bars. Uh, we're kind of looking for some books. Uh. Well, I uh, just signed the book on the way in. Uh, as you pass through the uh, gateway, there will be a uh, a few guards. They will um, show you where you need to sign in. Autographs? Uh, just We just need to know who's coming in and going from our city. What if we can't write? Uh, then please dictate your name to the closest guard, and they will write it down for you. All right. Thank you. Yep, and you all pass inside the city. Uh, we're going to go. Actually, we'll just stay on this map. It's fine. The three I'm of you. I'm gonna tell the guard my name's Vade. Okay. Um, <laughs> make a deception check. Don't worry, they don't have great insight. Yep, it's an eight on their end. Uh, eight to your fifteen. And I uh, do. You, do you know how to spell that? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, V-A-E-E-Y-B-D-Y-E-N. <laughs> well, I suppose I shouldn't have asked, uh, an, an illiterate, illiterate person how to spell that. I suppose that is my fault. Uh, your name there, sir? Uh, Yasmorn. All right, and they write down Yasmorn. Uh, and what about his name right there? That little kobold. Uh, man, his what does he go by? Yeah, he can write his own name. He yeah. knows how to write and read. Yeah, yeah, really. He's a wizard. Uh, he turns towards you, Alcahest, and puts his hand out for chalk. I produce chalk. He's never he's never written with anything other than chalk. So <laughs> <laughs> he he writes with chalk. Uh, and you guys, if you look at the page, it's just some scribbles. It's not actually a name. But he hands it back to them, and you guys walk away uh, into the city. Uh, as I said earlier, especially as you guys crossed over the Sands of Marrow into Mauer Norden, it is roughly like ninety percent uh, dwarvish. Uh, once you are in the city, though, you find that there are quite a bit more, uh, 
quite a bit more um, diverse. There are uh, significantly more humans, a, a quite a handful of gnomes. This entire city is probably like 15 to 20 percent gnome. Um, good bit of elves and half halflings as well. Uh, half elves, uh, handful of tieflings. You don't see very many uh, orcs or Goliath or anything like that. Just n none of the big races. Just the races that are known for being a little bit intelligent and uh, de uh, dexterous. But you guys are in this very blockish city. Everything is like the dark, slated, uh, blocky city. Think like not uh, is that gothic? Is that gothic style architecture? No. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, more more gothic style architecture than uh, uh, fancy elven city architecture. But yeah, you guys are within the city. Uh, quick, back to Kuzma Vaden. Kuzma, you're just hanging out the tree. Vaden, you're just uh, uh, chilling under the tree. Yeah. Well, uh, have you ever seen three this great, Vaden? I'm I'm very surprised they got in that city. It's probably uh, not one for the kids. <clears throat> No, the Everose tree was very, uh, very exciting, though, I will say. Um, but this tree is magnificent, and I've heard tales of even better ones across the seas. Uh, I, I can yet wait to see tomorrow. I, I am right there with you, but uh, it's just so exciting to see these trees. It's amazing. It's, it's... <laughs> uh, just so you guys know, with this crowd gathering around, you guys just chilling in here, people are at like just awestruck by you hanging out in there. Uh, there's been a couple kids that have tried to climb over it, and the roots, uh, like the, the the vine system, literally like go, reaches up, and you hear like a kid cry from getting pricked a little bit by the the viney thorns. So people are still like not allowed in. It's just you two in there, and they're just like, oh my, oh my goodness, I can't believe that they're in there. What? How? How did they get in there? Uh, and, and like a small, not a small, uh, a even larger crowd is kind of gathered at the. Uh, People who made it within the vines. Uh, does anyone say anything to us? Uh, no, just kind of like um, whispered whisperings to one another. You guys are gonna get Harambe killed, man. It's gonna be sad. No, no, don't stare. It's rude. Went into the exhibit, and the monkey's gonna die. Uh, you you hear one voice call out and be like, "One does not simply walk in to the tree, the the uh, immortal lotus, though." No, that's exactly what I did, don't know. Uh, why Why is this a thing? Why does one not simply walk in? No one has been within the vines in over 50 years. Mm -hmm. uh, is there something uh, bad about this? Is is it uh, sacred or is it... Uh, no, it's just fucking is... cool. Well, perhaps uh, well... You, you, you treat nature better than nature treats you better. Right. Maybe you just listen to my, my friend here and uh, stop being such a little bitch and maybe you can climb in here too. Is that why the vines have continue to extend the circle? Uh, because nature loves my comrade here. Are you saying we need to change our ways to be better people? Duh. Oh. What do you mean by that? Give us a sermon. Yeah, sermon. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's your area. That's your expertise, buddy. I'll let you write something while we go back into the city if you'd like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> it better be good. I'm giving you time. I'm giving you like ballpark five minutes. No. Um. So yeah, Manicus, Yasmorn, Alkahest, and Aurelius in the city. 
What are you doing? Are we away from people? <sighs> Streets are pretty crowded here. It's not like a it's not like a huge city like uh, diameter. It's probably like a mile across, which all things considered is not that large for a oh, city. Same. With a with a um, quite a large like university building, it, uh, basically like dead in the center, and the city's been built around it. So, like for security reasons, like is it a good idea for me to talk because they're looking for a warforged? Uh, they're not necessarily looking for a warforged. Um, I won't make you make a perception check. You you do see other like iron golems and constructs walking around. None of them are talking because constructs don't really talk. Um, but you know, yeah. Hey, say Aurelius, that wand is pretty cool. Hey, you see that? You see that big old tree outside of the city? Yeah, the one that Kuzma really likes. Yeah, you reckon you can hit that from here? No. I can't even see it above the walls. I, I didn't mean to tell you no. Defender. Uh, you know what? Uh, Aurelius, uh, don't call, don't call me anything right now. Okay. Be honest, when you know what, what, what this, what's his name? The Morn, does he have a job? I know every Morn we've met so far hasn't had one, but... <laughs> Uh, well, here, man, I'll, I'll show you exactly what I got. I got a list, I got his name, and I got the location. And I'm pretty sure I didn't spell his name right, because I did not spell Omni Nomni Tudari right. <laughs> How did you not spell that right? It's so easy, Omni Nomni Tudari. I got close enough. Sir, don't make fun of him, he's illiterate. I don't know how I spelled it either, if that helped. Oh, yeah, it's right there. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, yeah, I mean, like as long as you know his name is Howard Norm, it doesn't really matter how you spelled it. I know who you're talking about. They they all sounded similar, but they're all different. Well, but like you don't know anything about him. You just know his name and that he was last seen in uh, the Omni Monde to the Ari. And for all I know, he may not even be here no more. What do you think? It's safe to just start asking around. Uh. Well, I think we got to go to the right place, Manicus. You you know the streets. The streets are the same no matter where you go. That's true. I mean, I can go ask the the homeless crowds. Yeah, see, look, there's hey, hey, look, this weather, this this blizzardy weather. I bet there's a lot of cold people that we could help warm up for some information. It it is quite cold this far north. Is it uh, 25 degrees with freezing rain? Uh, no, it's probably like probably 25 20. degrees, just not freezing rain. That shows up every time, like. <laughs> yeah, it says clear skies right now, according to my thing. Oh. Thirty degrees. Yeah, I got twenty. Skies. I got twenty-four degrees blizzard today. Well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that happens every single time. Would you say uh, Elkas has been here before? Like a like long fucking time ago, but like hundreds of years ago. Yeah, I imagine you would have scoured their library. You, okay. you, you and Archon and uh, yeah. Elkas, if if you're going to the library. Which I assume you are. Can you find me a book on warlocks? Uh, how detailed do you want to go, or no? Well, I mean, I'm not a great reader, but uh, I mean, if you get me something on like the, the creation of a warlock or something, I don't know. Like, 
like creating a warlock or like a like a class or a subclass? Like, what the, what are you what are you talking? Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking for more information on you know, kind of like what I am. You know, how this whole thing works. Because right now I just point and something blows up. That's about all I about all I know. How much have you talked to my brother? Because he can probably clarify. He's a pretty old warlock. Basically zero. I mean, I know you're not the one for praying, but you do, you know... Have you tried? No. That never even crossed my mind. I mean, you know, it's... It, you know, the, the things we don't try often have, you know, potentially answers. I'd rather read the book. So if you could give me the book, that would be helpful. You don't want to come with? Where are you going? I'm going to go ask some homeless people about uh, about Howard Norm. Okay. I uh, will say you, you pretty quickly find a uh, homeless camp. Uh, Yasmore and Alcast, what are you guys doing? All right. We should kick their ass. <laughs> That's later. Oh. Uh, right. Are you two sticking with him, giving him some distance? I don't know if he's doing this on the way or like. Or on the way to what? I don't know. Like I said, like, I don't know if he just like all of a sudden split off and like went to go talk to homeless people. Is that what happened? So, yeah, so I'm going to. I think, if you ask if you want to find this guy, I'll go ask around. Uh, well, yeah, all right. That sounds about right. Uh,. How about we head on down to those barrels down there? I got, you know, I got my heat metal. Maybe I could give him some warmth. I don't know if that radiates heat. Maybe I could at least... Pre- or, you know, I could play an illusion make them think they're warm for long enough if we talk to them. I mean, they're probably already standing around a barrel with a fire in it, you know. Oh, yeah, fair enough. So are you both going to t- talk to the same group of homeless people or different homeless people? Um, yeah, you, you, know, you should probably stick with me. Yeah, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna, I'm gonna shadow Mendicus. Okay, we'll, we'll play good cop, bad cop. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm gonna stand behind Mendicus close enough. Okay, um, go ahead and roll me an investigation check uh, at advantage since they're helping you, Mendicus. But it's, it's your, uh, uh, yeah. So you you find a solid group of homeless looking people. There's a couple uh, halflings, uh, a singular gnome, and a one bugbear and a couple dwarves standing around this fire, uh, trash can fire. Uh, so, it's mighty cold out here, fellas. Hi, are you looking to take uh, part of our fire? There's plenty of room, as long as you're willing to stand close. No, I, I don't. You you people disgust me. Uh, <laughs> Us people? Yeah, yeah, you people. <laughs> Are you, uh, are you saying that you don't like halflings that much because you look just as homeless? Well, you got the pretty nice jacket and nice boots. I like your yeah, buttons. You, you see the buttons? Yes. I'm clearly a class above <laughs> you plebeians. Uh, so I would ask for respect when you address me. The alpha bum. <laughs> alpha bum. <laughs> so we don't have to be friends. I don't want to be friends, but I come looking for information that I know you people know, and I'm willing to pay for it. Right, uh, what, what information are you looking for? I'm going to point 
back at Yasmoy, I see I'm looking for a guy uh, that looks like this guy. Oh, 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 hey, I didn't see you there. Oh, hey, I'm looking for some new friends. <laughs> I, I, I like to make friends. Oh, yeah, you play that loot there very well. Uh, we don't loot. We're not traders. No, no, your, your uh, music thing. Uh, do you, oh, yeah. You want to play us some tunes around the fair? We don't have time for fucking song and dance. Oh. Uh, all right, all right. So you're looking for someone that looks like him? Yeah, that would really make me just want to sing and dance if I found out information about him. I mean, there's plenty of gingers uh, in the city if you know where to look. And, you know, you go to any tavern, you're... A destined to find that he'd head. I'll pull out a gold piece and fucking slam it, throw it in the fire. Like, tell me, goddamn, you know we're now talking about a fucking redhead. Uh, you you hear the bugbear kind of like look over, like lean over, and goes, "I know who you're talking about. I normally share a, share a combo box with a guy at night." Do you mean him, Hom? He's a good guy, you know. Just down on his luck. We call him Normal Howard. Where is he? Do you mean him, Hom? Because if you do, I'm not interested in helping you. Look, look. I, I'm a long-lost brother. My name is Yaz Norm. I, I feel like you're doing a whole lot of not answering a question. Do you mean him, Hom? He's, he's a good man. Yeah, I, I agree. I just I just wanted to talk to him. I, I don't mean nobody no harm. I, I Look, I'm not that guy. I don't even know who that guy is. He's, he looks like a mean man. That old man. Right. Um, he, you pointing at me? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I'm pointing at me. You're that, you're that, that, that guy. Mean, oh man. Uh, he, he looks up at the sky. He says, normally right about now, he's uh, usually down begging by the... Uh, West entrance to the school. Yeah, it should be shouldn't be hard to miss. He he usually plays a little, uh, little half harp, a little hand harp. It's got about four strings on it, so that's what he's down to at least. I'll throw him two gold if he's not there. Uh, I won't I'm gonna be, take don't all your fingers off. <laughs> And you kind of see him give, like, a look to all of the other bums uh, standing around the trash can. And and here here, here you go, guys. I know you need this. And then I heat the uh, gold coins. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he takes so much damage he died. He heated, he, heat metal the coins. <laughs> Y'all stay warm. Y'all stay warm. That's a good bad cut, bad cut, Yasmin. It's like you get out of here. That was bad. Fucking homeless pieces of shit. <laughs> Lazy bastards get a fucking job. You know, like I almost feel like I have to edit stuff like that out, but Mendicus is a homeless asshole, like a previously homeless <laughs> asshole, so like it's okay. Hey, I hate myself, so I uh, fucking uh, project it onto them. Yeah, yeah, he's Uncle Ruckus, but homeless. <laughs> okay, uh, so you guys head to the west side entrance. Uh, there you see. <laughs> hey. What? What's up? 
uh, as they turn to leave and they start walking, I, uh, I'll hand, uh, the one bum that got heat metal coined a bag, a five pound bag of buttons with a bar of mithril in it, and then I'll walk away. You just hear him go, guys, we struck it rich, we got buttons! And he throws the mithril, <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> you don't see him, as you walk away, you hear a thud, and as you turn around, he's like dropped to his knees, like just looking into the bag. Um, but yeah, uh, you guys head to the west side entrance to the Omnimondi, or the, the university portion of the city. Um, and <laughs> sitting outside of it, uh, sitting there just playing this four string, uh, out of like however many strings a, a hand harp would have, is a very down on his luck looking, uh, uh guy. <laughs> Uh, who, who, if we've all seen Natalia Sunny Philadelphia, looks a lot like Rickety Cricket. <laughs> like, like season six, season seven, Rickety Cricket, where it's not like the worst off he what he he is, but you know, uh, yeah, yeah, but he's getting wait, my dogs. Wait, Manicus, is this is this your loss? Is this your brother? I guess figure out what this guy looks like. Oh, you you don't watch Natalia Sunny? I haven't got that far. Oh okay. Oh god, oh, that is god. me. <laughs> is this is this guy related to you? But he used to be a ginger in like the first season. He was like a a, a pastor who had red hair. You guys, this doesn't look like the guy we're looking. He doesn't look anything like you. He looks more like me. Yeah, well, I think you should talk to him. I think he's related to you. Are we doing good cop, bad cop again? Uh, I don't know, man. This guy's pretty ugly. He makes me. Let's go, bad cop, bad cop. That, that worked. That worked well. All right. Well, look, we promised those guys we wouldn't hurt my brother, but ain't no way this ugly motherfucker is related to me. So yeah, uh, you guys are approaching normal Howard. Uh, is uh, Howard Norm? Is, is that you? I'm here about a uh, a song that I need you to sing. I can't say I'm a very good singer anymore, but I can. I can do my best for you, my lord. Well, what, right. uh, what are you looking to hear? I'm looking to hear uh, a special song. Um, it's called uh, Hell's March. It's a certain uh, theme song for uh, invasion of another country. I hear you can play it well on four strings. Is that an actual thing? Yeah, it's this. It's have you have you never played Red Alert Two? That's the theme song for it's Russians. Oh god, damn! Um, make me a quick insight check, Mendicus and Alkahes Two. Is it insight? Yeah. Mendicus, you see this guy. He looked at Yasmorn one time. But is now pointedly not looking at him. Um, can you can you sing like hum me part of it? I, I I don't recognize the song, but I'll see. Maybe I can pick up on it. Yeah, you know, it's 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 best not to be played out in the middle of a street. So we we should go somewhere more private. Um, I I don't do blowjobs. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not asking for that. 
want you to play me a song. Well, I, I, I don't know. And, and like, he's kind of like pushing himself to his feet a little bit. Uh, yeah, get I, up. I Let's go somewhere private. I, I'll show you how to play it. No. And then you sing. I, I really don't feel comfortable walking into private with you. If there's something you want, just tell me and I can... And, and you see another glance towards Yasmorn. Uh, I'm happy to... Why are you looking at him? I'm talking to you. Yeah, what the... Yeah, man, hey. Look, uh... Look, uh... I hate to tell you, but this guy you got here is your brother. No, I, Why'd you spoil that, Yasborn? I don't. Man. I don't think that's the case. What do, you, what do you mean? I don't care what you think. Is your mother Yasmolina? Are you saying I got a girl's name? <laughs> no, I'm just asking you a question. Look, look. I don't know my mom, but I'm pretty sure my dad is uh, Santa Claus. You see him like shake his head a little bit. No, no. I, I think that's a nice dream, but. Do you know a man by the name of Dick Norm? <laughs> I forgot I did Dick Norm. <laughs> Uh, the the only ones I know are now you, Yasmorn, because he said it. Uh, I met a Zaznorm and a Jaznorm. That's all I've met. Where'd you meet them? They both visited me here. What you know about our mom? She's doing supposedly good work. Some group called the Merrymen. She offered me a job with them. Offered for me to work with them because well, she didn't want me to be born into the life, but wanted me to have a choice later on in life. I told her no, and well, next week, a couple of my strings broke. Suddenly, no taverns would have me in their uh, taverns at night. I had no, no people to play for. I had no income. Within two months, I was living out here, and I've been out here ever since. Trying to, trying to get coin when I, when I can. <laughs> Sounds like you need to get a job. I, I play music on this here. Uh, I don't even know what instrument this is, but people love me. I'm rich. It just sounds like it, it ain't for you, buddy. Have you considered, like, uh... Hey, Medicus, what jobs are there? I mean... <laughs> I mean, this, uh, yeah, this is a dwarf place. Yeah, there's gotta be a mine. You can go live the rest of your life underground. Digging a hole. Might have to. I was just trying to trying to get back on my feet. I've only been out, out in the streets for, like, four months. Oh, that's a rookie's amount of time. Fucking just go start digging holes. Yeah, I was born in the streets. What, what do you mean? Why Why did mom give you a chance? I don't know. 
she she came here first and asked me if I wanted to join the Merrymen. I said no. She said family would be by soon. Then Jaws Norm came by, maybe seven seven months ago. And four or maybe maybe he like looks up at the sky. Four or five months ago, I heard from Zaznorm. And after I told him no, that's when my luck ran dry. Sounds like you should have joined in Merriman. I can tell you right now, if another one of us comes by, I'm going to say yes. Because I don't want to live on the street and I don't want to work in no mine if I can avoid it. Don't give me that fucking pity story. You had your chance. Yeah, well, hey. Uh, what if, uh, Medicus, what if he becomes... Are, you know, what Aurelius is to us, but to Aurelius. Well, fucking butler's butler? Yeah, you know. Aurelius needs some place to kick up his feet. <laughs> I think I could speak for everyone. It's just one, one morn is enough for this group. You kicking me out? <laughs> well, we'll trade you. <laughs> No, I'm kidding, Yasmore. I wouldn't trade you. We'd have to get rid of Aurelius then. Aurelius looks up at you like, hmm. <laughs> I hand him, hand him a piece of bread. He's, he smiles and just, oh, nom, 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 chows <laughs> down on it. Alright, where do you sleep? We know where you sleep. Actually, never mind. We know where you sleep. Howard Norm. Uh... Yasmore, do you want anything else to do with this guy? Uh, where's mom now? Do you know? You know where she went? Zaznorm said something about traveling back south if I wanted to see her. Other than that, I don't know. What? What's your name again? Yasmore Lena? Yasmolina. Yasmore and Lena. That does sound a lot like your name, Yasmore. And he begins uh, to play the uh, Red Alert Hell, Hell March <laughs> song. Ah, fuck, I knew you knew it. It's a good one. If you ever fucking say our names to anyone, I know where you sleep. I'll pay to have that bugbear choke you to death. And I'll watch and jack off later. <laughs> Uh, when, as soon as you mentioned the bugbear, you see like the look on his face just dropped a very, very serious, um, like a "oh fuck, he does know where I sleep" kind of look. I mean, you see that visible cartoonish like gulp, kind of Adam's apple movement. And All right, Yasborn, construct, take me to the library. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> hey, wait, did that thing just talk? <laughs> Give me your damn loot to help you fix it. What the fuck, man? You, you guys are assholes. Are you, it's are called you bad cop, bad cop, outcast. Are you talking about yeah. his harp? His harp, yeah. It's called brotherly love. Uh, he... It's how you get. It's how you get information from people. 
he, he gives you puppy dog eyes as he like shakily hands his uh you think you, you're gonna talk to me about interrogating people you're a child i've interrogated people for hours and days and weeks i fucking love it don't talk to me about bad cop bad cop talk to me about ripping a fucking fingernail off and fucking putting it in their mouth this pussy shit just weak sauce ass interrogation techniques you bad cop bad cop Want to talk to me about interrogation, bad cop, bad cop. Oh, well, you can fix Did it any time, Alcahest. Just ask the man questions and give him something. He's a fucking bum. It's going to be okay. I'm going to fix his fucking heart. There are approximately like 20 people just staring at the talking construct <laughs> right now. Yeah, I knew this was going to happen. Look away, you simple ass bumpkins. Fucking filth in the streets. This man's looking down on bums. You're all fucking bums. He's a he's a dark those dark elves. Ugh. <laughs> I like that. Like Alcas are just holding in all of this rage. You guys are being mean to our norm and the other the group of bums, and it just all let loose right there. Um, How dare you look down on people at the same level? Uh, rushing up to your side, Alkahest, you, you feel like a small, like, skid, or you hear a skid on the ground and then, like, a bump into you. Sorry, uh, you, you're gonna want to get the fuck out of here. People have gone and told the guard that you're here. I, yeah. I, I, I know, I, I know of Schutzen. I, I'm just trying to warn you. I, I know you're, you're, you're not a bad one. They were bad for keeping my, here. Um, just please go, go before they arrest you. Just for existing. Yeah, I mean, do you guys want to try to go to the library? You want to try to get out of the town? I think we should leave. I don't want to go to jail. Hey, wait a second. Where's the rest of our group? They're at the yeah. tree. They didn't come in with us? <laughs> Alex, yeah. do, you want, do you want to be a fart cloud while we leave? Eh. <laughs> I'll just turn myself invisible. Okay. Uh, and as you all make your way out of the city, we're going to skip the Kuzma, who said he has prepared his uh, brief, I assume, sermon to the to the folk of the Dwarvish nation of Maur Norden surrounding the tree. Oh, you yes, I'm wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. Gather around, gather around, not, not too close to the tree. Careful where you step, there may be a bug. You must be careful. Gather around, I tell you of Malora. Malora, she of wolves. Upon us, spun life and threaded spirits of this world. She is our wild mother, and I am her apostle. I come as her hand to protect the natural world and wilderness from exploitation and destruction that you people bring. Look around you. Nature rejects you. You cannot even step into a simple tree. You erect giant metal structure, and for what? Are you happy? Yet you toil pointlessly to get metal just to spend metal on more metal. You cut down tree unnecessarily. You must instead embrace savage nature of this world. Exist in harmony with it. Find your local druid. Help them. Help them destroy invasive abominations of nature. They are all around you. Unless someone like you cares a whole lot, a whole awful lot, nothing is going to get better. It's not you there, as I point to someone who's listening to me. When a tree falls down, which way does a tree fall? Uh, south? Uh, that's the dumbest answer I've ever heard. You, th you think, <laughs> you think tree fall down, don't you? Yet, tree falls in the way it leans. Be careful in which way you lean. 
lean in the way Melora commands you if you do not change your ways, you will in time too be reclaimed by nature. Oh, I, that deserves an actual applause. Oh, I yeah. Mean, yeah. Come on. Good. Yeah, to write that, uh, to write that, that mid-session? Good. Yeah, nice. I feel like he's been preparing this for the whole goddamn <laughs> game. Oh, yeah, wait. Yeah, he did send He did send ready within two minutes of me. At- <laughs> he, just, he just had to dig he's through his notes. Speech. He's had a speech on the back I mean, it's mostly a collection of uh, commandments, uh, Dr. Seuss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the, 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 the it falls the way it leans. Yeah, the tree falls good ending. the way yeah, it leans. Yeah. <laughs> that's the stupidest thing that's right I've ever heard. Uh, oh, South? <laughs> uh, but yeah, you guys are, you, the three of you and uh, uh, Aurelia, so the four of you, come out to Pavel and Vaden and Kuzma just like probably a good like 200 more people listening to this sermon uh as, as you see the like kuzma standing on pavel's shoulder uh as pavel just kind of like walks around the tree so that everybody can hear him as he gives this sermon you you hear some people like yeah, by the end of it like obviously kuzma you saw like the first few heads beginning to, like yeah yeah he makes some good points and, and you guys are coming out by the end and there's like probably like a good third of the uh uh of the crowd so probably like a good 200 ish people in total kind of like nodding their head like yeah yeah we should rethink what we're doing and when the speech ends uh those 200 people give a loud uproarious applause uh the other 400 500 people give like a respectful like yeah okay good speech kind of thing but there are some solidly suede people there God damn it! Now, yeah, it's gonna get to Kuzma's head. Uh, Kuzma, <laughs> can I just say, Kuzma, that was glorious. I've never heard you uh, speak that way for that long. Well, uh, uh, th- thank you. Absolutely, absolutely uh, stunning. Although, uh, I, I know you kind of lied to them a little bit, but it's all—it's all. It's all, it's all well, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. That's okay, Kuzma. That's okay. I, uh, no, really, I don't. Uh, you know, you've just been so angry uh, in the past. You know, you speak of uh, being good and, and all of this to them, and it's just, you know, a little bit bullshit, but just, just between me and you, right? Vaden, uh, I, 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 I speak only truth. This, this is only truth. Right, right, yes. Wink. <laughs> I need to wink. You have something on eye. <laughs> Alrighty, and with that, the 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 six, the seven of you, including Aurelius, are back together. Uh, what are you guys doing as we head back to Diatas? Do you guys want to meet up with my siblings, talk about the world-ending thing? Or we we probably can't get back in the city. Uh, you know, I, I I'm okay with uh, meeting up with your siblings, Alkahist. It's fine. Yeah, I think that was the whole point of coming up here was to go to that that dojo, anyways, right? I mean, it was part of it, but look at how much we've accomplished, Medicus. What have we accomplished? I got through well, the I mean, I didn't problems. really ask, but uh, you guys, you know, you guys um, m- accomplished much in the city, no? Uh, Alcast, I saw you give away my buttons. It feels was... so good giving bums buttons. It's like, hey, Mendicus is happy. Other bums will be happy. Got rid of another mithril bar. Five pounds lighter. It's great. And now that was dead. Now I make me happy. Those were my goddamn buttons. 
It's like, hey, I'm above you. Now you bums have buttons. You're all on the same bum level. No more alpha bum. Okay, alpha I, I, I don't like how superior you're sounding right now. I mean, I've made from two gods. I've lived a long life. I've killed a lot of people. I've manly interrogated people instead of pussy shit. You know, I, I do okay. Hey, Alcast, let me uh, ask you, you also something. Spent, spent a century in the fucking dirt. It'll be great when nature reclaims you. Isn't that what you said? When it reclaims you, I'll, I'll shit on your ashes. That's right. He's, he's be in dirt. We all should be in dirt. Once you shit on my asses, I'm going to grow the largest fucking vine, infectious vine ever, and I'm going to cover this whole fucking earth with it. It'll make sense. Well, just... me and Kuzma will name the plants after you, like Mendicus, some kind of species Mendicus, blah, blah, blah. It, it'll be great. Yes, and it'll have really sharp fucking thorns. It'll stick right in your arm. It'll get in the middle, and it'll you'll be, hate it. It'll be like some heroin uh, off, offshoot in, it'll, in, in name of you, in the memory of you. It has it'll that heroin. You, it'll get you really disgustingly high, like too high, where you just feel sick all the time. Um... So what is y'all's plan? I am afraid to ask. Are you guys heading north? Meet up with uh, meet up with uh, siblings. So you guys head towards the immortal stable. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me zoom in. Yeah. Um, what what time is it? Are we leaving now? Or are we spending the night here? Or? Uh, you guys spent the night. Yeah. We should leave now. Shard. People uh, are looking for uh, Alcas. It, it's it's pretty late in the evening at this point, actually, because you guys left the fort in the morning and so it'd be evening-ish by now the sun is probably setting alkesh you know and vaden you would know of the uh elena elena lake uh where you can actually catch a boat all the way from the southern side up to a, uh, this other peak uh, it's just kind of like a way to travel from the andimondi to derry up to the other cities or the mine off to the uh is it like a ferry? Side. Yeah, it's just basically, basically a ferry. Uh, they they run twenty four seven. It's it's five gold a head, ten for a cart, and ten for any uh, animals. It's pretty cheap, all things considered, for that. Uh, for and it just runs all night, all day, and it's a you know by morning they would have you there basically. So we just pile into the cart and we can just go for ten gold. Well, no, it, it's five per head, ten <laughs> oh, for gold. Ten, yeah. So ten. in in the end, it's. 35, 45, 55, 65 gold in total for all of you to go. I'll pay my own way. 60 gold. So, so for my cart and my, my horse, it's really... 10, and then me, it's 5 to so 25 gold for me? Yep. Uh, I mean, Aurelius doesn't have any money, so... Damn it, Aurelius. Okay, so everybody mark off 5 gold except for Alkahest and Yasmorin and Pavel, you need to mark off 15 gold as well. And I guess an extra 5 for Kuzma, since you handle his money. I got it. Okay, cool. Uh, and with that, it, it's actually like for those of you that want to like stay up at all, it's a really, really calm lake. Point of clarification: Did we sleep and spend the night there? Uh, no, you, you're spending the night on the boat across. It, oh, it, oh, it's oh, a ferry okay. that runs back and forth. There, there's literally like four ferries that run every like six hours. Uh, so by the time you guys get there, the, the next ferry leaves in about an hour, and you guys are able to travel across. I just gave that information just to. Uh, make the travel easier, and then it's going to be a day's it, travel to the uh, Immortal Stable. Is it dark before we leave? Yeah. 
Uh, I have something I want to do on the way. It won't take more than 10 minutes. Okay, what's that? 26 for stealth. Okay, what for? Uh, we're going to go write a message on the side of this uh, giant Omni Monday tutoring. <laughs> okay, 26 stealth. You're hard to see. Uh, what are you? In invisible, yeah, invisible paint. Yeah, uh, so, so it'll yeah. appear an hour later. What, what are you yeah, doing on the uh, side it, of the wall? I, I it, assume within uh, plain view of the of the yeah immortal lotus. plain plain view maybe as close as I can to the to the mortal lotus without being seen, and it's just gonna simply say like tear down the structure Malora commands it. All right, it, it is on there. Okay, good. Okay. I'll go across the lake. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys long rest. You guys travel across the lake, and then you have from about the time you guys get off here, uh, a tr uh, third of the day to anthracite. And then you would arrive at the Immortal Stable at in the evening. Unless you guys wanted to cut across the tundra. Take you about the same amount of time because you're not on a road. And it's very, very hilly. Uh, could I have potentially had 12 and a half hours in, in that time, you said? Oh, yeah, especially because you got your workshop yeah, on the boat. Well, no, not on the project. I'm going to finish Kuzum's project so I can throw this fucking piece of paper away. Uh, yeah, which, which which specific project are you? Kuzma's, Kuzma's project. The, the, uh, the gel that we picked up. In the in the vial, aberration, monstrosity, undead, salt water, purified alcohol, fifty hours, which is now twelve and a half because it's uncommon. I can throw this piece of paper away, right? I have a thousand pieces of paper. Yeah, you, you can throw it away, and we'll. God bless. Yeah, yeah. this is how it sounds. You, <laughs> you you had time to complete it, but we'll we'll discuss what it was when we get back from the break. <laughs> okay. All right. Come back. Hey, yeah, we'll be back in like five minutes, guys. Hey folks, DM of On Natural here. If you're interested in sponsoring our podcast, feel free to message us on Instagram at On Natural. That's A U underscore N A T U R O L L, On Natural. Or feel free to email us at diatasaudio at gmail.com. That's D E I T A S A U D I O at gmail.com. Thank you, and let's get back to the game. How much time altogether did I have uh, for that, or are we still traveling? So I can generally get about, you said, 16 hours on projects. If I did 12.5 on his, in theory, I could get about three on uh, working on my shit, and then another 16. Yeah, you're able to get 32 hours of work in on your projects, Alcahest, 12 and a half on Kuzma's thing, and then 19 and a half on whatever else you're working on. I assume the little uh, adamantine rook. Uh, but yeah, if, this is just the magic portion. I'm 75 of 80 right now. Yeah, I, I was going to say you're going to round up, and uh, you would have gotten to a good stopping point on your project before going to bed. And then, Kuzma, if you wanted to describe what you were getting done. Oh, uh, yeah, yes, thank you, thank you. Um, <clears throat> Pavel, I need a toe. <sighs> you know, I, I didn't expect what? this to be a sexual uh, thing, uh, but... Uh, yeah, the... It doesn't matter which one. Maybe not the big one. That's just, I don't know if I have that much liquid here. Does one Mendicus you on the watch? I think this is gonna get weird. Aurelius, come here. Come here real quick. Beta, you have a foot thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was my my um, cousin, second cousin. I think he had the real weird foot thing. It was. Yeah. He's also kind of a dick. Yeah. Aurelius. Yeah. Open your mouth. He he does uh... he does so. Okay, and then I want to stick my toe in his foot, the toe that I'm going to cut off. You want to stick your toe in his foot? <laughs> I was going to say Stick my toe in his mouth. Okay. So, Aurelius, take your, take, your, take your share, man. Take your share. This is weird. Which toe are you putting in his mouth? Because this is, this is canon. 
with a t- with a toe in his mouth, he goes, I, I don't I don't I don't like this. And then once he's finished sucking it, I'll take out my rapier and then cut off that toe. Th- thank you, thank you, Pavel. Uh, and then I'm gonna take that uh, magical liquid and uh, and kind of pour it all over the toe, and uh, as we discussed, it magically hardens. Yeah, preserves it, and I'm gonna string her, take a little string and put her on my neck. Okay, you wear his toe like a rabbit's foot. You guys are fucking weird. <laughs> God fucking damn it, uh, Yasmorn, you feel a tug at your coattail. Um, no. Do you have anything I can wash my mouth out with? Uh, I don't know if he's ever washed his feet. How cl- are, are we near the lake still? Yeah, sure. Sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, uh, yeah, I got a whole big old jug of water for you right there. Look, I got all that just for you, buddy. <laughs> hey, call me, call me Howard Norm. Okay, Howard Norm. And so, throughout the next day's travel, you all arrive at the Orange Lotus Monastery, the Immortal Stable. You, you notice oh, that's a, beautiful. Yeah, I was gonna say you, you notice a weird thing. Once you get within like two to three ish miles, the snow begins to melt, and then you're met with this lush green uh, landscape. Uh, and and a, as you finally get there, you notice that it, it's really pretty. You guys are down here. There, there's plenty of fields. There's, there's like a whole row that uh, kids are running through over here to the uh, right hand side of like flowers and tulips and daffodils. A whole row of uh, rose bushes. Um, off to the left hand side, there's wheat fields that many um, monks uh, seem to be in, and, and they are just toiling away at the field. Some of them are like. Um, walking through and like piling up the hay or uh the wheat some of them are making sure like the fields look good and like flattening down and getting rid of any bugs as they like pick up the bugs and put them in jars uh, to be taken away by the kids to other places um there are not oversized pumpkins a little bit farther to the north they are normal sized pumpkins that dustin took the map and stretched it out some um but yeah there's a small like windmill in the in the center of the uh town but you guys have arrived at the Immortal Dojo, the Immortal Stable. In, in the evening, in the evening. So there are people still working, just not as many, because it is it is evening time. Vaden, this, this best best dojo you bring us to so far. That's great. Uh, you know what? I really thought you liked the uh, Rose Academy, because it's, um, you know, it's had those potatoes you really tended to. Oh, I bet there's potatoes here. You think so? It's <laughs> probably potatoes here. It's most likely potatoes. Well, uh, let's let's go approach some of our fellow monks here, shall we? Yeah, really. So I want you to look around you and see a place right for the pickets. Uh, yeah, hey, Yasmorn, do me a favor, man. There's a really special uh, mission I want you to take care of over here, if you don't mind. I can come to parachute down to the airport. Well, no, I want you to. to <laughs> I want you to to make sure you know. <clears throat> Make sure all their crops are good. You know, maybe plant them some new crops, uh, if you know what I mean. Like along the roads? Uh, roads? But hot potatoes? Along uh, the yeah, roads? sure, sure, yeah. Hot potatoes, yeah. You know that. Yeah, the, the IED brand. Right. The ones that, <laughs> you know, just go boom in your mouth. 
you yeah. least expect it. I thought no blowjobs, though. This is a potato. It's not a blowjob. I mean, with Kuzma, isn't it both? Yeah. Why are we talking so much about potato? Yeah, we'll leave the potatoes to, to Kuzma. But, uh, I, I guess I'll approach uh, some of the workers. Yeah, uh, they, they wave at you all as you uh, you all approach, especially with your cart and elephant. They maybe assume you're traders, maybe assume you have no idea. Um, yeah, they, they like wave over at you guys. Alright. Hello, so, uh, hey, how's it going? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Immortal Stable. So what are you, what are you over there doing, Yasmorn? He's gonna I do just, what he wants. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on a secret mission. Special crops. Um, you, you'll have a couple of these monks. They're all dressed in like this, uh, somewhere between burnt and light orange. Uh, some of them as bright as like Goku orange colors. And they, they'll approach me like, hey, uh, what are you doing in the fields? We're just trying to harvest some of our wheat crops uh, and replant as we go. Uh, can we help you with anything? We'd prefer you not stomp on our plants or our bugs. And he picks up a ladybug from the ground in front of you. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just, uh, I was looking to help the farm. Oh, um, well, uh, be sure to go see the master first, and he'll assign you where he thinks you're best fit. Thank you, though. I appreciate that. Thank you, buddy. I'm going to plant some great crops later. <laughs> great. Uh, we, we love uh, great crops being planted. Of course, <laughs> pal. I'll uh, be there. <laughs> pal, buddy. <laughs> Uh, my name. Oh, okay, you walked to see ya. I was gonna tell you my name, but bye. Uh, they they, they, they got, got no you. idea. They got no idea. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, you're here to help them, right? Uh, they have no idea that you're going to help. Uh, I see you made friends over there. I bet you. Bet he's a nice fellow. Yeah, I'm on the inside. Uh, so as you all approach, um, you can see the master over here to the left hand side. He's clearly a much older fellow. Uh, surrounded and just like lecturing three younger students. Younger than him, not young. Oh, look at that. We have a canary student here to learn from us. Welcome, welcome. And he, he steps towards uh, the edge of this like little parapet. It's very nice to meet you. I am Chucky John. <laughs> God fucking damn it. <laughs> that is that is, right that, is, that is C H Chacky J A N Jan Chacky Jan, Jan. Tra trademarked. Flat yeah, I'm flat, sure flat, flat diatas on <laughs> I'm 100% sure you could trademark that. And he, he is standing there. Uh, very probably the youngest master you've seen so far. This guy clearly does his own stunts. Um <laughs> Welcome. Does, does he have an uncle or? <clears throat> no, I knew that cartoon. I'm so old. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I don't uh, get it. Uh, uh, hello, Master Master Chucky Jen. Uh, name's Vaden. These are my comrades, uh, Kuzma, Yasmoon. A uh, couple falling behind beggars, uh, Pavel, Alkahest, and Mendicus. It is a pleasure to meet you all. Ah, another Warforged. Welcome. Another? Yes, uh, there's a, at this point in time, uh, a small gathering of them. Ah, well, where, where are the others? They uh, have arrived, I assume. Aurelius, I think he's talking about your cop. Uh, yes, uh, there's quite a few of them here, actually. 
Um, they are basically directly beneath this mill in a uh, old ritual hideout, I guess. Uh, right, so they are not in any trouble. No, no, no. They, they just wanted some privacy. That's our most private location. Ah, perfect. It sounds sounds about right. Uh, yeah. Whenever you all. Are, yeah. Whenever you're ready to head down, I, I will give you access. And he smiles and uh, he says, "You know, well, this is the the form of the form. this is the farm portion of our home, uh, to the uh, western side, basically to your to the left side of the map. <clears throat> uh, that is our library, our sleeping chambers, our dojo." Uh, and anything else you can imagine. This farm just allows us to maintain stability here in Mauer Norden. Uh, it can get expensive, and they lack food here, and we make quite a bit of it. So, whenever you're ready, we'll show you to bed, we'll show you to the chambers, we'll give you a tour, all that good stuff. Um, I assume that you would like to go see the other Warforged uh, outcast? Yeah, I can go see my family. Right, um, uh, right here, uh, Luck Chidel will, uh, walk you down there. Um, Luck, please yeah. show him where to go. Fucking Luck Chidel. Thank you. <laughs> I, I have a whole page of UFC fighters up to my right if I need to name people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we look, we look forward to, uh, to your, uh, home here. Look so, forward to training. Forward to seeing, seeing around. How about this? Uh, Luck uh, Chidel here can take all of you down to see the Warforged. Um, then, how about you all come back up for story time after you're done with them? Perfect. All right. But you guys are basically, basically like uh, shown this very small uh, hatch that has a, area. that has a uh, like a lock code key on there uh anyone that's paying close enough attention to it so i especially i imagine especially like alkahest uh you see uh luck chidel uh put in melora provides on um the combination and it like unlocks the hatch and he opens it up he's like oh after you all please head on down uh, i believe the other warforged waiting down there it will be unlocked when you arrive when you come back up uh doesn't lock from bottom up it only locks from top down so see y'all for story time and dinner and he walks away yeah uh, as you all walk in what oh, do i have to roll initiative no that is up to you guys so you <laughs> all walk down here down this well-lit pathway let me bring pearl in here as well pearl's no longer pearl all right pearl's gone i put i made this map before you did that thank you um, in here, uh, I'll let, I'll let Alkahest, you can ping whoever you want. I'll introduce that character first. Uh, so, met. so uh, yeah, oh, obviously, obviously, you, you know, Frank, Ruby, you know, yeah. Frank, you know, you, oh yeah. Welcome y'all. I'm so glad to have you here. Oh my goodness. I can't believe I get to see you all so soon. This is amazing. I am so glad you're here. And yeah, we'll move on to the next people. Um, say Ruby? Because okay. I don't like doing yeah. Ruby. Uh, Vaden, we will be on deck as soon as you're ready to do that. Let me do the quick introduction. Sorry, I just saw your message. Um, oh, no rush. Yeah. 
Uh, so yes, you guys see this character who is like has, the, the the instrument is on her back, but it's almost like a is that a lute? Yeah, that's, that's a lute. A lute like strapped to her back that seems to be having flames coming out of it. She is very relaxed as she's walking around. She has this very bright red cloak on that has symbols of anybody knows much about magic. Uh, they are clearly demonic symbols uh, or very fiendish symbols uh, on them. Uh, Who do you want to do next? Outcast. Obviously, you guys know Lilith, and you guys met Ebony and you. And they haven't Frank. met Serenity ever. Have they, they have. They have not. You are the only one who has met Serenity, and that was in at the Rose Academy. So this is Serenity. Now uh, she's a little bit more feminine looking as as far as the Warforged goes, um, and she doesn't necessarily have these arms coming off of her now, but she is very like plainly dressed. Her garb has the symbol of cord. Uh, in every spot that it fits, um, including a like small symbol of Melora dead center, um, but it's like not as big as compared to her symbols of core that are all over her. Um, and she is sitting up on this stone, uh, looking very very relaxed, looking down. And she was clearly mid conversation with the other warforges. You all, but stop talking as you all walked in. And I think the only one other one you guys haven't met is uh, Requiem. But two people don't want to talk to her anyway. Yeah. Uh, this is Requiem, the Warforged of the Raven Queen. Um, and as you all walk in, she is looking very stoic, very gothic, very quiet. Uh, and just like standing there with her hands on her hips. Um, Vaden, I saw you kind of like, oh, you were the one that opened the doors and walked straight in. Uh, and obviously, as you open the door, Alcas kind of walked in at the same time. Okay, kind of yes. So, so Alcas, you definitely saw your siblings. Probably very excited to see, especially this many of them all in one place. It was probably very exciting. Uh, obviously, I don't, I'm not going to speak for your feelings, but you do see Serenity in front of you, Vaden. Whoever wanted to go first, I don't really care. Well, did he make since obviously I've never seen Serenity. Vaden has never seen Serenity. He made introductions, basically. Sorry, as you guys make your way in, Alcas, I'll let you do the introductions first. Uh, but it, obviously, as, you, as soon as you guys walk in, Ma'ad turns down the hallway and goes, Oh, yeah! Alcahest and friends, it's so nice to see you again. Oh, my. Welcome, welcome. I do like that the room's kind of split in the, uh, like, how we fought in the wars. I mean, you guys can co-mingle. Yeah, we can, but, you know, it's it's just kind of awkward sometimes, you know? There's still, mean, you know, there's still that tension that just kind of exists between people. I mean, like, the some three of us in this room were all, you know, together for the longest time, in, including our bitch sister, before the little ones came in. <laughs> you know, you don't have to call me a bitch as soon as you see me, right? I don't have to kill spiders when I see them either, but I like to. <laughs> I like I'm not here. Yeah, but she she looked over at you. You okay with your brother just killing innocent spiders? Innocent, she says. I'm just saying that one of your aunts made them. Sounds like she smokes a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to go for the Vegeta vibe. <laughs> I love it. Vegeta. I love Vegeta. It. 
She sounds Pac-a-Bay, like Max. Maybe. She sounds like Max mom from Sunny. <laughs> hey, a, a quick question. Yes. Uh, was the Raven Queen Warforge there at any point when? Oh yes, yes. You guys did meet her during your trial, didn't you? When Pavel died. So the it, it wasn't the Raven Queen that was there. No, it was, that, um... that was Requiem. Okay, thank you. Thank That's you. All. No, I appreciate that reminder. That was uh, you know. 20-ish episodes ago. I appreciate that. That was a while, yeah. 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 Um, at this well, point in time, Ruby, <clears throat> Ruby, Ruby speaks up and she goes, Alcahest, why don't you uh, introduce us to your friends here? Yeah, I mean, you know, Matt knows them, Frank does. Oh yeah, they're you. great. They're so wonderful. They're so nice. The bugbear there is so good with his, with his whip. I think Requiem seen a few of us, you know, you knows him, Serenity always oh, probably already knows, but uh, this is Vaden, Serenity, you'll probably fight him at some point, uh, that's Pavel, Pavel's pretty great, Yasmorn, I love Yasmorn, but <coughs> stupid shit, uh, Kuzma's pretty great, you you already probably likes him, Mendicus is, is a fucking hoot, but uh, I don't know if he's here at the moment. I'm yeah. right fucking behind you. What do you mean? I mean, are you are you on the same? Are you on Foundry? Is what yeah, you're yeah, I'm I'm on Edge now. I had to fucking whole new browser it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and this is Aurelius. He's probably one of my favorites. He's he's newer, but yeah. When you introduce Aurelius, there's a small, like a very obvious quiet that kind of comes over the group. <laughs> Rare to see a kobold, you know. Rare to see a warforts. Uh, Rare to see a no. We totally didn't kill a bunch of them in, a, in a, underneath the tree either. <laughs> That's fake news. Have you ever heard that? As I swish a vial of red, uh, red vial around. Yeah. I I just wish. Uh, this is uh, Serenity talking. I just wish. Alloy or Prism had been here to see the young Cobalt. I'm sure they would have been happy with uh, after the onslaught that occurred. Thank you for bringing them. Please, uh, get comfortable. We were just discussing uh, some relatively sensitive matter. But uh, Alcast does raise a point. We shouldn't be on opposite sides when we're not opposed to one another here so and and she she motions to frank to take her seat at the head i know this is my domain here at the immortal stable but please uh, frank you're the eldest yeah i appreciate that and he'll step up uh i'm not gonna step up too high just because this is not my seat to have if any of you newcomers have anything to say, please, I guess, just go ahead and get it out now, and we'll get down to business. Otherwise, no rush. <laughs> we have plenty of time. <laughs> well, yes, they like you. You better, you better see if you can uh, simp off them, see if you can get any gifts or anything. <laughs> you guys are real stickers for protocol. Uh, when, uh, when you have this much time... It helps, and when your parents literally made you fight a war against each other, things can get a bit awkward. 
Oh yeah, it was the hardest thing telling Grummish no when he told me to just take... Let's see, what did he say? Take Alkahest and cleave him into six equal pieces. Like, I get it. Alkahest was fiendish when it came to fixing people that I cut down. But I'm not going to hurt my brother, you know? I mean, I, I say this with love. Crumbs can count to six. Crumbs? Well, I haven't seen it, but yeah, I suppose he is a god after all. I'm proud of him. I mean, I remember a time, you know, like, Ayun used to say he couldn't count past five, so... Um, let me see here. Did I ever hear him count past five? No, I think he just said six. I don't think he knows what that means. I don't even know what that means. I mean, did you, Maybe. Did you even sit there for that long? How long was this? This is way too long. Maybe he think it's like infinity, you know, like one, two, three, and beyond that, it's like, who knows how many. How'd you do that so fast? <laughs> uh, serenity uh, as you know I'm Vaden I believe I have some business to discuss with you <laughs> yeah ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well as you know beat her ass Vaden I hold the other piece of quartz are you doing this now? weapon uh, you see Ruby and Lilith take a step back. I mean, if we're just going to get the shit out of the way, let's let's give them some room. I I'll do not. I do not wish for this to turn into an altercation. Although I believe, if you were to give me the other wrap of cord, I will do good with it, as I am traveling with your brother and these my fellow comrades. It will do me much, much good. Mad, back up a little bit. I want, I want to see Vaden get his ass beat by my sister. Yeah, I just that's hope, a good idea. I just hope that you are willing to kindly give this to me. And maybe in the future, you will have it as well. Can he handle her handshake? I, I don't even shake her hand. But if it must come down to it, uh... Vaden... What do you know about Cord? I will be honest with you, I do not know much as I have come to the surface in search of a new god, in a sense. I have fled Lulth's uh, uh, evil path and the goddess Elastrae has pulled me to the surface. Although I'm not bound to her, but it is just a, a search of a new faith at this point. Hmm. You, you see her stand in front of you. <clears throat> and she, she pulls out this other uh, wrap that could be appreciated by everyone except for Mendicus and Vaden. <laughs> oh, I get it now. Yeah. I was slow on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so many shades of gray. Colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> she pulls My out eyes this. Are so used to the dark. <laughs> she she pulls out this very pretty wrap that flows between the different colors. Um, that you guys are finally, or maybe you already did pick up on the fact that they are the different colors of the different trees that Melora planted over time. Cord is not a merciful god. 
I understand that you're from Lilith's realm, the Underdark. You were probably raised and taught and probably had Loth's laws beaten into you, literally and figuratively. Cord is not uh, one for handouts. I understand. Well, when what shall I do to earn this from you? She puts out her hand towards you with the wrap in it. This is not mine to give or to hold on to. And it's not yours to have. And she drops it on the ground. It's simply yours to earn. Take it. Earn it. It won't work until Cord views you worthy. So. Sometimes I don't even feel that way. So good luck. Yeah, I mean you're not going to fight him? <laughs> I took two steps backwards for you to not punch him in the face? Well, if it is a show you want, <laughs> I will let her punch me one time. I have no wish to punch you. I just wish to speak of what needs to be spoken. But yeah. I, do, I appreciate that. <laughs> and then he, she's going to punch you. Because <laughs> she can't take no for an answer. Uh, can we just say, can we just say that uh, this, can this not kill my character? Even if it <laughs> technically is supposed to? Don't worry, Van, you got the headband. She punches out and misses as you were able to dodge out of the way of it. You just instinctually just kind of shift out of the way. I, I want to say I'm, I just reached down to grab the band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, let's see, hold on. Oh, that was a gust of wind. She's going to make a deception check here. <laughs> to make it look like a handshake. <laughs> 19, okay. So, Isn't that, that a deception check against everybody in the room? <laughs> yeah, so anyone that would like to make an insight check, she punches out, <laughs> but when you stand back up, her hand is standing, sitting there looking for a handshake from you. Well, I will shake her hand. <laughs> I will shake her hand. Is this a, uh, a strength check? or concert? No, no, not at, all, not at all. This is an embarrassment check on her end. <laughs> uh, Serenity, I appreciate your professionalism in this matter. Um, this is what the I will, gods want. I will... I will do what I can to earn, uh, earn Cord's trust in me using this. I have to say I'm a little disappointed, but uh, if you guys want to be serious, that's fine. Well, it's not up to me. I was just supposed to hold on to it until somebody came along and asked for it. Is I'll that all I had to do? No, not at all. But okay, I'll talk to you later about it. It wasn't Cord always about, you know, when somebody asked for an ass-whooping, you gave it to him, but I don't know. He didn't ask for an ass-whooping. Uh, ass he asked for to earn it, and that's not up to me to decide whether he earns it or not. But shall we get down to uh, copper tax? I want to put this on now. Wait, we have to pay a tax in copper? Are we getting down the business to defeat the bugs? <laughs> They sent us Did they send you orders? <laughs> no, they they asked for soldiers, and all we got oh. was Warforged. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, they did send us some of the daughters. <laughs> and the sons. I love that song. One of the daughters? 
Right. You all are welcome to be here, and we would love to hear what you have to say. There's a few things on the docket. From what I understand, according to you and Ebony, uh, all your your group recently fought some of these Tebyek. That is one of two things we're going to be discussing tonight. What do we know? Have we been told anything that can be given out to the rest of us? Um, those of you who are not Warforged, please understand we will not be upset with you for asking questions. Do not be upset if we cannot answer. Uh, things that God, our gods have told us, we cannot necessarily say out loud. That is just what we do. We respect it. We don't ask questions of our gods and what they've forced, what they've asked us to do. It's just the only peace we could find with one another is zero expectations. So if we don't feel comfortable answering something, answering something, don't pry. Um, otherwise, we will be open about an issue that we see. We won't be upset if you ask. Please understand that. We understand that you are not one of us. Um, if anyone has any relevant information, we would love to hear it. Uh, Lilith was just telling us about the Underdark portion, but if any of you would like to go first, otherwise we will let her continue. Right, um... And Lilith takes a couple steps forward. From my recent trip, after meeting with this party up in uh, Mount Kimiri, where you and I met them, I made a trip to the Underdark here, just uh, north of us, and spent quite some time down there. They, the drow in the cities beneath the mountains seem to be working with the dwarves. Uh, there's probably about ten to one drought of dwarves down there. They are setting up perimeters and defenses. They are no longer just doing what Loth would normally have them do. Worship, pray, and fight amongst themselves. Um, I haven't asked Loth specifically, so I don't mind saying this out loud. From what I've seen, that would imply that... The, the drow are working inside Loth's orders to stop these uh, so-called Tebyek. They are fierce, they dig quickly, but the idea is with the tunnels of the drow and the dwarves' combined digging abilities, they hit one of them, set off an alarm, and the drow or dwarves are able to get there fast enough to take care of it. It is not foolproof. Sometimes tunnels are discovered where... They were previously laid out and thought that they were safe and later discovered that something had passed through. They are doing their best, and I have continued uh, to work with them to set up my webs in a way uh, and maybe get them to work with some of the driders, though they are hesitant to do so since they are the accursed ones. Uh, but working with them to set up a spiderweb system for better triggering mechanisms. And she's going to step back. Does anyone else have anything to add? Any information they find they deem relevant? Perhaps the new, the group, do you guys have any information on these Tebyek? I mean, they have a lot of resistances, and uh, I mean, there's the new ones that we came across that uh, you and Ebony also saw the little brain. 
Yes, but they perhaps didn't have the same insight as you all did. But uh, what weaknesses do they have? Or mm, you, resistances? If you see the little brain fuck it up the most, I mean, it's it's good against, like, psychic and necrotic and most things, actually. it's It does poorly against cold and force, but I don't know of all of you who can do that. Interesting. Well, as you know, Alcahest, with our... And Ruby speaking. With our magics, sometimes there's a way that we can manipulate our own spells to do specific damages. And knowledge is key. You said cold and force style damages, right? At least against the brain. I mean, against the other ones, fire seems to be worthless. Acid seems to be worthless. Most physical, unless you have just the uh, the basic grunt-looking ones. The, uh, I believe the drow and dwarves have taken to call them hunters? Yeah, sure, hunters. If you don't mind me speaking up a little bit, Ebony's gonna step forward. So, I spent a little bit time north of the wall. Not too long. Requiem and I did notice that there's three-ish main types of them. There are the hunters. There are the scouts. There's some uh, flying insects that seem to be... They always move a couple miles ahead. Uh, so chances are if you've seen a hunter sometime recently, you've just missed one of the scouts. Uh, I'll lay out some information on ways to check for them. There are uh, subtle signs that they've been nearby recently. So there are the scouts, the hunters, then uh, what we've taken to calling the defenders. Those are only seen near an egg. Um, and I do recommend that if you see one of the hatched eggs, uh, differing from what uh, Alkahest and his friends saw, the, the brain, it goes from a pinkish to a bluish over time. The bluer it is, the more dangerous it is. I suggest you get nowhere near that. We haven't uh, dealt with it firsthand, but we've come across several um, dwarves who've literally had their heads, their, their skulls just exploded from them. Just keep an eye on that. Uh, and then, obviously, the defenders and then the brains themselves. We believe that there's some sort of uh, something in charge of all of them. They seem to have all some sort of hive mind together, but we couldn't track that down. Every time we got close within, you know, 20, 30 miles above the, the mountains, uh, the scouts would get heavier and we didn't feel comfortable getting close without being seen. And she steps back. Yeah, I think that the best way to handle them is just to cut, cleave them in half. I mean, they're just big bugs. You know? No, just me? Okay. I mean, are we fighting a war of attrition? Are we going to go fight head-on? Is there a strategy you all have in mind? Uh, back to Frank. None of us have been strictly told to go kill these Tebyak. 
Except for you. You has been warned of it repeatedly by Melora to keep an eye out on them and destroy them at all cost. They they seem to be some sort of infectious beast. Or not beast, sorry, Melora. Or sorry, you. They seem to be some sort of infection. <laughs> Have you considered uh, uh, good cop, bad cop? It works uh, pretty well. What? Yeah, it's a tactic that I used in urban combat not long ago. <laughs> Please come up and tell us about that, Yasmorn. I swear to your God, don't you, don't you fucking, don't you fucking, don't you tell him to do this, he'll fucking do it. No, it, it's fine. Uh, this is on you. I, it was all really his idea. Yeah. So, what? Uh, uh, again, sorry, Kuzma. I didn't mean to call them beasts. Uh, uh, monstrosities. I'm just... Uh, no, I, I'm just glad you all finally listened to Melora. We, we are not listening to Melora. We're simply listening to the concerns of the world. We were brought back. Hey, just calm down. I mean, no. do these things eat your spiders? I mean, are they going to kill your drow? Will you have servants to listen to your gods if bugs eat them? We don't know. The answer would be no. That's I'm giving you, I'm telling you no. It, it, if the world ends, there's no one to be your slave because there's nobody living in the world that's ended. And if the world ends, there's no books to read. I will write books as the world ends. I don't fucking care about the rest. If you die, then there are no books to write. And if you die, I'm happy. Frank. <sighs> yeah. Alcahest. I'm just saying, I'm just pointing out that if you just listen to your gods... And the world could just end, because gods will just allow shit to happen. Yeah, what does your god say? Lilith. The what? Why, what? You just said your name. Uh, no, uh, so Lilith said, oh, what is your god saying? And Frank interrupted her and said Lilith. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Look. Lilith, step back in line. Good number two. Alcahest, what it comes down to is you don't know why you're here. You don't know why you were woken up. Requiem doesn't know why she was woken up. You doesn't know why she was woken up. Lilith doesn't know why she was woken up. Ebony has no idea. Ruby has no idea. Serenity has no idea. Ma'ad has no idea. And I don't know either. Could be the bugs. You never know. But we don't know. We're just here theorizing. If the bugs become an issue, we're here for that. You wanted to express an interest in, if we see them, kill them on her behalf. That's all this is. We're gathering information on how to best fight them. I mean, if you're imagining we were woken up for another war, a war against the bugs would be the most obvious. I mean, if you think we're being woken up for another war, I'm probably not going to participate in the same way as you think I might do it from the first time. Hopefully we're not. I, I mean, don't want to be pinned against you. I don't want to be pinned against Serenity or you or Requiem. I mean, I, I, won't, I won't fight against you all again this time if there was a second war. 
I learned from my mistakes. I hope you all have. You get a really, like, awkward silence from them in that, like, they're not willing to openly say they're going to disobey their god. But you can, make, mean, you can make an insight check if you'd like to. You said I get the, a feeling already or no? You have that feeling. If, you're looking for, if you want to look for anything deeper, make me an insight check. I won't go deeper, but I'll just say that, uh, I mean, maybe I'm in a different position because my god can't tell me much at the moment, and hopefully I'll find a way to make her better, but uh, through the goddess of knowledge, I'm pretty sure she's learned from her mistakes, too. I mean, who, what, which god and which of us warforts are dumb enough to repeat that? <laughs> what was the result? The, the ones of us that all went to sleep, all woke up. The gods that, in a sense, lost their importance came back. So, what's the point? Anyone who's not, like, really fixated on the conversation, if you can make me a perception check. If you are fixated on the conversation, don't. I made you a perception check way early. Yeah, what was that um, for? Was that for? I assume I that was the spot to... serenity, but... I don't know. I wanted to see if uh, Lilith had the dagger. Uh, she did not. She did not. With your 21, you didn't see the dagger on her. Oh, man. Some good-ass perception checks coming in. Yasmar with the 18, <laughs> Pavel 19, Aurelius 20, Vaden 24. And nobody was paying attention. <laughs> no, I was. Well, I said, I, if, just... I said if you're paying attention, make the roll. I was. Okay, Wait, no, I thought you Wait. meant, like, if you're Wait, paying the other way around. Attention. Sorry, sorry. No. If you're not paying attention to the conversation, but you're kind of, like, zoning out as the conversation is happening, make me a perception check. Oh, I, I, I'll say I was doing that. Okay. Yeah. I heard everything. I assume Pavel is zoning out at some point in time, and Yasmorn too, and Aurelius. All, all, all the zoning-outy characters plus uh, Vaden zoned out. So Kuzma, were you, was everyone else enwrapped in the conversation? Plus, I'm trying to get Aurelius to rob people. <laughs> they have no wallets whatsoever on them. You, you should just think find. of that as a standard from now on. Yeah, if, honestly, if you don't hear from Yasmorn for like five minutes, Aurelius he's is trying. Yeah. They're scheming over there. So, Vaden, you're the first one to notice that you hear this. And it grows louder as walking down the hallway behind you. Seems to be this individual. Another Warforged, very clearly, but he is draped head to toe, just somehow hanging and dangling off of his body. Another Warforged. Oh, God. Can you blow him up? Yep. Uh, he looks way cooler than this, I promise. But he, he walks down this hallway, and uh, Aurelia sees him as well, but before, like, uh, way before it's too late. And as Aurelius goes open his mouth, he like flicks a coin at, at him. And all of a sudden, mid-conversation, Mendicus, uh, as you're focusing on this conversation that's going on, you feel a heavy hand hit your shoulder. And it just like pats your shoulder a couple times. And you see Hex walk past you. Sorry I'm late. It's fine. We don't. We don't mind. Uh, excuse me, bugbear. And he squeezes past you to go stand next to Requiem. Motherfucker was in my way. I apologize for having to 
move you a little bit. What is it we were discussing? Well, I believe we were just finishing up talking about the Tebiak. I'm sure that uh, Serenity or myself will fill you in after the meeting is over. Did anyone else want to have anything they wanted to talk about before we move on to the next topic? Uh, you all are welcome to chime in as well and frank motions towards your group. I think uh, it's clear these, these bugs are also tunneling under the... Ah, that's, that's what happened to um, he who blows in the wind. Tunneling uh, under the what? Uh, he who blows in the wind. T under the trees. Duh. Yes. Um, you you will speak up alongside you as soon as you say that, Kuzma. Yeah, uh, we, we know that they're tunneling under the mountains to get in here. Uh, we believe that they have continued to tunnel beyond that. Um... Uh, it's something that's going to be hard for us to keep an eye out on. Um, it seems like they don't have very many eggs under theirs. There's not as much life, but uh, it is something... Is, like, so it's settled. We must destroy. As Has anyone found out what's been laying these eggs? Because that's probably bigger than the defenders. Ebony will pipe up and be like, well, like I said, when, when Requiem and I were beyond the mountains, uh, the defenders, those those big armored things, were seemingly carrying the eggs. So whatever is laying them is laying them north of the wall, and they're being taken to south of the wall. Uh, but we, we did not get an eye on them. But we will continue to try to after this meeting where we have another trip planned above the wall. Or above the above the mountains, Hex is gonna speak up real quick. Much like Melora, Thara's Dune is all for slaying these things. Didn't tell me why. Just said they need to go, so they have to die. And he steps back. Right. Well, we'll quickly move. Sorry, go ahead. Now, may I ask, has he considered a sort of a good cop, bad cop, uh, you know, entrance to it? If you ignore it, it will go away. Don't give him attention. So, we'll, we'll move to the next topic of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw him a piece of chalk. Oh, oh, really? Two pieces of chalk. <laughs> oh, Aurelius, I get, I get half that. I, <laughs> you beat me to it. I was just about to say, Aurelius is going to go. I demand a third of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe the other topic of conversation are the missing siblings from this meeting. So far, nobody has heard from Prism, Alloy, or. Archon. We just wanted to confirm, obviously, God knowledge is God knowledge, but if you have information on them or where they might be, we would love to know. I haven't seen them yet. Um, I caught wind 
two days prior that Archon was spotted in the Septus Court. Not willfully there. I don't imagine a brain like that would be held there very long, but that's where he was last spotted, was in the actual building of the Septus Court. And Hex will step back. Are you saying that we need to go get him? And Because, I mean, if it's war they want... <sighs> They're an army of wizards. I'm just giving the information that I have at hand. Oh, and Lathan uh, and Veritus isn't here either, but obviously everyone knows that he's just to the south doing business. I just don't, didn't want to leave him out. I'm not saying we need to go to war with an entire country of wizards. But maybe some effort from one of us could be taken to go get him out. See, this is your time to shine, Lilith. This is your time to be a good big sister and go get your little brother out. See, Hex, thank you. See, this is your this is your opportunity. Wait, you don't think I can do it, Outcast? I mean, I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying you you probably won't. You 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 don't love us, and that's been the problem since day one. It's not that I don't love you. It's just that you all don't understand me, and I don't love you. And no, I, <laughs> no, you don't love me. Like, it's, do you love the rest? You know what? What do I get if I do break him out? What's in it for me? Uh, the feeling of not being a bitch. I, I don't know how to express this. That's pretty fair, Alcast. You know. I mean, I, I think that's all you, you she would have in in it. Hey, pipe down, drow. Hey, you listen here. You can fuck right off. <laughs> Is this going to be the fight that I was hoping for? Because, like, I know... If you want a dead friend, sure, Outcast. Since you care so much, you can watch your friend die. You're saying I haven't watched friends die? I mean, you, you've seen spiders this die. this friend die. Do you have friends besides spiders? I, I don't know. I don't think she does, Outcast. I don't think so. I've never heard you say a friend's name besides like a spider's name. I think you knew some of the spider's names, but like the rest of us just looked at you weird. And would that change if I didn't name the spiders? No, you'd still look at me weird. You do you remember some of the spider's names? I think there was like Leggy and then like Eyeball. There was a lot of weird names. Long Leggy and Alfred and James and Hitchcock. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll stop. Look, if I'm gonna break him out, I want some assurances. What do I get if I what What do I get if I do break him out? There's no benefit to me. I have to reach my neck out, possibly die. I could probably do it. I could probably get him out within a month. But if I die, then what? I won't dance on your grave. We need real. Ideas, Alcahest. I understand you two don't like each other. She's basically volunteering. We just need some sort of incentive to get Archon do, out. Do we want to go in that direction? Do we want to, you know, investigate to sit there and, you know, track their movements and whatnot? Do, do you want to go? Do we all want to go over there? Is that what we're all doing? Most of us seem to have at least some calling elsewhere. That we're not able to go into. I know Lilith is currently free. 
you is dealing with some things under the mountains coming up. That's all she was able to tell us. Ebony and Requiem are heading north of the mountains. Oh yeah, I'm free. Ma'ad is free. I know Serenity has another continent to visit soon. Though I won't ask which one you're heading towards. And I am currently free. Lilith, I can't guarantee you anything. But... What about Hex? Don't worry about me. Sorry, I forgot he was even here. Hex, do you have anything going Yes. Okay. Lilith, what if I get Alcast to guarantee not to try to push your button? And the counter-argument is you can't push his buttons the next time you two see each other. For one year, you can't talk shit to one another unless the other one starts it. You have to give up a, a, a possession worth more than a thousand gold if you do. Not to the other person, to the collective. Not the collective, that's y'all's group. <laughs> yes, we agree to these terms. It's all profit, boys. It's all profit. <laughs> I'm going to run up and fucking shove my face in her titties now. <laughs> you, have to give it, you have to give it to the, to the gods. No shit talking for a year if Lilith, myself, and Ma'ad are successfully able to free Archon. Yeah, I agree. Outcast. So you're saying neither one of us can talk shit to the other? Unless the other one talks shit first. And then it's fair game and they lose an item worth more than a thousand gold. So you're saying just don't talk to Lilith for a year? If that's what it takes. I feel like that's what it's going to take. (laughs) <laughs> you you hear uh, Ruby laugh though her face doesn't change at all that sounds fair okay the three of us will go first thing in the morning that's all that is on our agenda besides if anyone hears anything about Alloy and Prism please tell us we haven't heard from them obviously we're going to reach out towards Veratus but as far as we know he hasn't either does anyone else have anything to add? No, but I'm starving, and I don't even eat. Hey, hey Mendicus, he's got some pretty cool chains. They almost look like yours. No? Go fuck yourself, Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't, hey, don't, don't, don't try to uncover anything. He's going to yell at you. You don't you don't like him, Mendicus? Hey, man, how do you, how do you feel about toes? You a toe <clears throat> guy? Oh, yeah. Like sucking I, on toes? No, I just like cutting them off, handling them, throwing them back at people. I like sometimes taking the whole foot and taking one foot off, uh, one toe off at a time. And then sometimes I like taking two off at a time, but never two beside each other. You know, tell me about these stories, man. Let's go eat somewhere. Okay, let's yeah, let's go find food. And uh, you two head off immediately, not waiting on anyone else. Obviously, other people can go. Huh. Uh, before that, or, or, you know, along with that, but they, they do head out of this chamber. Uh, if anyone else would like to do anything, you're welcome to. Otherwise, you all are welcome to head out and back into the fields. Hex, I just want to say one thing. Uh, are you waiting for anyone else to leave, or are you just walking over and saying it? I'm just walking over and saying okay. it. What's that? If you have messages for me, for the love of your god and mine, do not put them through Mendicus. 
No, you, I made you, it really obvious. I literally put it in a note no, with your name no, on there's, it. No, there's no way in hell. No, he's too secretive, okay? There's, I swear, like, I I just give up. Like, I, I won't care. Like, no, I, yeah, I no still problem. don't care about the note you gave, because, like, fuck. The, the, the one that was left for you in uh, your old room? Like, you, you chose the least cooperative warlock I have met in, in thousands of years. I To this day, like, I... Oh shit! Jesus. Well, here, let me let me get that for you. And he like takes, he he takes a uh, uh, a chain off of his head and like crushes it in his hand and hands it to you. And it's a piece of paper, uh, and it's just the portion of the note that applies to you. I don't even know if I'm allowed to have this. I swear. Um, that has nothing to do with uh, Mendicus. Love that dude. Um, just has to do with you. If he finds out I have this, I won't hear the end of it. Well, then read it and throw it in the fire on your way out. I'm going to regret this. Kuzma, I say you walk up to you. Uh, I'm going to try to whisper her to her a little bit, you know, speaking on my breath a little bit. Uh, you, uh, Requiem was on your side of war? Yes. She, uh, she is considered uh, um, one of... Uh, the Anakai. Uh, how you how you feel about her? I mean, we may have different beliefs, just like Alkahest and I have different beliefs, but she represents she keep... the the good side of the pantheon. She she keeps trying to take power away from me. Oh, I. I understand the misconception there. Life is unfortunately short, especially for those who put their life on the line. Now, Melora, she is the goddess of life. She's the goddess, the goddess of survival. And those she deems worthy continues to fight on. Now, it, it is the Raven Queen, and by proxy, Requiem's domain to help those who have died over to the other side. Eventually, when, sadly, when, you know, her great druid Kuzma passes away, hopefully long in the future, you will be guided by Requiem to the other side, to that peaceful place in Elysium. And... It, it it's unfortunate. It's one of the things that mortals have to deal with. Now, like Alcast and myself and many of the other siblings have, we've all been to Elysium. It will be nothing new for us going there. But for those on their first time, it can be difficult. So the uh, few times that Pavel has died, she is simply just trying to help. I I, I think I think I I think we understand each other. I do understand the importance of death, but just now for Pavel, he's he's I keep I keep away from Requiem. I, I think I we understand each other. Thank you. She she's gonna step up and away with you real quick, just away from Hex a little bit. There are people like Hex, and this is one of the things that have separated us, and. And she, she, like, notions over towards Ruby, who is just starting to talk to Pavel. People like 
Ruby, who represent deities who take people beyond the grave. So, Hex, each of those chains around his body represents a soul that he owns, a soul that will never know Elysium. When people die in service to him, they're just a soul around his neck. They're just a chain attached to him. They're the enemy. If Requiem wanted to keep Pavel from you, if, if the Raven Queen truly wanted to keep Pavel from you when he died, you'd never see that bugbear again. It's unfortunate, but she recognizes that Melora has a purpose for him, so she lets him come back with you. Do you think she is allowing it? Have you had a small army, a small army of Raven Queen followers come after Pavel? Uh, well, yeah, yes, and, and Ravens too, I just, you know... I mean... I keep them away. Raven Queen people trying to kill him. Oh, uh, it's a black smoky figure, but I didn't yet think it's Raven Queen. If the Raven Queen wanted him back, she would be sending her, uh, she would be sending her reapers towards him. But if she's okay with him living for a better purpose that Melora wants, then she allows it. Just keep that in mind. I, I don't necessarily like everything that Requiem and the Raven Queen represent, but they do represent a very important part of our process. I, I keep in mind. Thank you, you. No problem, Kuzma. I like your staff. Oh, yes. It's very glowy now. Do you like it? It also has many more flowers on it, it seems. It does look good Ooh. with you. Duh, duh, thank you. Uh, so while that conversation was going on, Pavel, uh, Ruby, the Warforged, walks up to you and just goes, What are you doing tonight? Uh, it depends. Do you want to bang? <laughs> I mean, which kind of walls do we have? Because some make good sounds and some make not so good sounds. Uh, she is going to make a persuasion check to fuck you. Hey, uh, hey, Nick. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, this is a little <laughs> this is a little outside the game too. I don't know. Yeah, okay. a little. Let it be on record that Dustin tried to fuck Nick instead of the other <laughs> way around. <laughs> Elf. That's a, that's a twenty-eight. Ooh. I mean, I can't really say no to that. Get you can't. Hey, night, hey, no, boy. no. You can absolutely say no. This is you consensual don't. or not. But yeah, uh, you all make your way out. Obviously, uh, Ma'ad and Mendicus are long gone at the Chow Hall. Uh, but yeah, uh, you you guys eventually make your way to the Chow Hall. There's plenty of foods. Uh, there there's plenty of uh, um, kids and people training. Sweaty people. Re people recently uh, getting all washed up. Uh, people coming fresh off the fields. And if no one wants to do anything in particular, we'll gather for story time. But that's, I'll leave that up to you guys if there's anything else you wanted to accomplish before story time. I'm good with story time. This is another one of them weird dragon dragon telling story times. Who, who are you asking that to? I asked one of these kids. No, uh, they're supposed to tell the foresight and murder story. 
time what? story. What? What? Is, is that like good cop, bad cop? Is that like the game where you chase down and pretend to be cops and robbers? Now you tell us what this story's about! I got you back, man. I, I, <laughs> I know what we're doing. I know what we're doing. Hey, Shut don't up, cry. bitch! Kid, kid, don't cry. Just give us a little more details, you know? Oh, um... It's about the Abbots and how they murdered a god once. The first time. Oh, this is fun. I want to listen to this story. Yeah. Is this, is this celebrated or is this just like a warning? It's just information. We're supposed to know the, the greatest history. things that could ever happen, Outcast. I mean, it depends what you got, but sure. I don't think it does. I mean, like, you know, if you kill a baby before it starts wars, I guess that's a good thing for some. So, as you all gather, um, some bread and dippable butter is passed around so people can kind of dip butter in their bread as they as the story is told. It is evening time. The crowd has settled in. Probably this probably this is the most crowded of the monasteries you've seen so far. There are dwarves, there are Aarakocra, there are high elves and elves and half elves and halflings and gnomes and humans. There there are even a handful of tritons. There, there are a couple goliaths. There's every race you can imagine here, except for dragonborn. Um, Aurelius, while waiting for story time, uh, is talked to by a bunch of the kids. Uh, they try to befriend him. If you want to stop that, you're welcome to. Man, that, that would be a great time for the bugs to just burrow from underground and kill everybody. Why? I'm just saying, if I were the bugs, this would be the time to do it. Um, but yeah. So you all gather for story time. So, Chacky, Ch Ch Chacky Jan stands before everyone. And his voice calls out in a very normalized fashion like this is clearly a regular thing that occurs and he says this is the tale no foresight in murder this tale takes place so long ago that there are only a handful of older written records in fact there are only two accounts having to do with this story that we know of. One, stored in the, in the titanium chambers in Conyera, and the other closely guarded right, by the society formed within this tale. So we begin before the first epoch in a land vastly different than the one we have before us today. A land not separated by culture or religious divides, a land not segregated by race or class. This used to be a land that the only thing keeping villages separated from one another were the monsters that conquered the land between them. And so, following no rhyme or reason, a miracle occurred. 
a baby was born, Aladrin Giedal, a son born of Karina and Stoden Giedal, two simple farmers attempting to live their best lives. No one knew exactly how special this boy was until much later. Aladrin lived a life of a normal child. He had chores, played with other children, and was even occasionally a menace around the town, though never anything that brought harm or discomfort. Aladrin always seemed to have this moral compass that always pointed north. At an extremely young age, he was able to get his peers to follow him, and by the age, by the age of 10, he had followers as old as 15 and 16. He broke up fights and always acted honorably. It was around this time his, his life began to change. By the time he reached adolescence, he was convincing adults in the village of their rights and wrongs, convincing professional drinkers and sleuths to turn from their ways and lead a more meaning, a meaningful and fulfilling life. His eyes also changed from the deepest of browns to the most piercing royal blue, eyes that seemed to be able to gaze through you, not through you, but even ten feet beyond you. He became more stoic, and though he lived a farmer's life, he picked up training in the local militia and quickly surpassed the skills of the leaders. Some even say he trained blindfolded against multiple opponents, though that was just hearsay. It is in these years Aladrin began having dreams. Dreams of a former life, a current life, an all-encompassing life. Aladrin had dreams of flying, dreams of gods, some of which people he knew worshipped. Not only did he see them, he knew them. All of them, by name and sight. He was familiar with them, and friendly, and looked up to by most of them. Over the years, Aladrin pieced together that he was no ordinary mortal. He was, in fact, the god, the platinum dragon, lord of the north wind, the Draco paladin, the grandfather of dragons himself. Bahamut. Once he knew this, he took his knowledge, his moral compass, and his powers to other, other villages. He slew monstrosities that lay in his way. He quelled angry, powerful, hungry dragons that brought with him peace. But as you might imagine, hearing that a god is amongst you will always strike fear in the hearts of mankind. And so another chapter begins. In one of the first villages Aladrin visited was a simple farmer named Harold. Aladrin slew a flying monstrosity and it landed on, the Her on Harold's wheat crop. Aladrin did not feel remorse for the destroyed crops, for it was for the greater good. How many lives did he save? Even one life saved would be worth flattening triticum plants. Harold hated Aladrin, and therefore Bahamut, and for this sought revenge. Every town Aladrin went to and visited, 
Harold would be a day or two behind to bring awareness of the dangers of the god on the mortal plane. Waving his adamantine sickle. With this, he eventually earned the nickname Harold Greensickle. The destruction left in Bahamut's or Ladron's wake did some good, but also brought pain and suffering to others with no repentance. In every town, he gathered a few followers, and in every town, Harold gathered a few followers. They looked to the future. And they were brothers in this battle to take down the god that walked among them. And so their name was formed, the Abbots of Foresight. After years of traveling around, Aladrin got word that his parents had passed away. And so he returned to make sure they had a proper funeral. The day after the funeral, the Abbots locked the doors to Aladrin's home, with Aladrin still inside and lit the house on fire. Many stories crept up that those who watched the house burn could see Aladrin standing calmly in the window, looking out with nothing more than a quizzical look upon his face. Some closer even claimed they heard him call out, El sen soup, u sal um em ko sul u, sliernach. All sec shipsep. And when the fire died down, there were only ashes remaining. The abbots never gave up the hunt for other gods being born into the world. They knew if there would be one, there would be more. And they were correct. Harold Greensickle passed away after successfully hunting and killing four gods. He passed down his scythe to the next in command. The new wielder of the scythe was given the title Heralder of the Green Sickle. And so his story comes to an end. No applause is given. Some people are a little bit emotional. Some people have this inquisitive uh, nodding look upon their face. The kids kind of like start talking to each other immediately and then run off to go play tag in the dark. And that is the end of the story of No Foresight in Murder. Now, does anyone here speak Celestial? <laughs> so that whole Elsen soup, all that stuff, uh, it directly translates to I bring righteousness and this is how you treat me. Mankind is ill-fated. Those being Aladrin Giadal's last words. As he willingly became a martyr in the house. And that's where we'll call the session. That was a great story. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Yeah, we'll yeah. call it there. With you all picking up next um, session the next day to begin, I assume Vaden and anyone else that wants to tra train training. That's where we're going to wrap up the session tonight. Uh, be sure to check us out on YouTube and Spotify. Search All Natural Roll. Drop a comment. Leave a like. Tell us what you do and don't like. And we will see you for the next episode.